Yo! It's the House of L podcast. I am the L of House of L. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I've come to really enjoy the episodes where I am not the focal point of the podcast. And I really enjoy that I've had a couple ideas that I think have worked when it comes to putting content out. If you haven't listened to the episode with Sarah Gordon, please go listen to that. It's the one right before this one. But I know that you clicked on this for a couple of reasons. One, it's Cowley. Two, it's NBA 2K. I can't think of anything better to tell you other than this is the first episode that we did with Cowley. Back in the interviews, you should go look for it. It's good. If you scroll through, you'll find it. It's, it actually is tremendous. And then I said, well, Callie does video games. Let's have him review Madden. And the Madden one went through the roof. So if you clicked on this one because you like 2K, you should go check out his review of Madden 21. It's excellent. And so we're going to have more of these. My man James Naveau hit me up and was like, hey, I got a couple games that I'd like to review for House of L, and I was like, okay, cool. So we're going to drop that episode too soon. But Cowley wanted to talk about 2K, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do that. So we are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. If you're looking for a unique car buying experience, you should definitely hit those guys up. Tell them that you heard about them on the House of L podcast. Be like, hey, Eric, Lauren said you guys are dope, so I'm going to buy my CX-3 here. And hopefully he'll be like, great, I'm going to get you a deal. But go talk to those people and tell them that you heard about them on the House of L podcast. That's how we keep the lights on for the podcast. That's how we're able to pay people for content like Joe Cowley. Yeah, I'm paying that man because his content is top notch. This episode is so fun. One, because he really gets into breaking this stuff down for you. Two, because he talks about taking over the Bulls in franchise mode and firing Jim Boylan. And the pod is worth that. It's worth it just to hear Callie talk about firing Jim Boylan. And three... Because it's 2K and you love 2K and that's all good. We are also brought to you by Team Hockberg. If you are looking to refinance a home or buy a new home, you need to talk with David Hockberg. 855-56-DAVID. The website is 56david.com. And again, when you talk with David, tell him that I sent you his way. Cool? Cool. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. Without further ado, oh yeah, there's one more thing. Oh, you know, I'll just let you discover it yourself. But there's one more fun thing in here that Cowley does that has nothing to do with video games. This is Joe Cowley. This is him telling you what he thinks of NBA 2K. NBA 2K21, they did it again. I mean, that's just what they do. They bring a, a good product. And, and to me, the first thing is you have to talk about the the way this game just continuously sucks you in with its character development, with its storylines. 
the actors they got, Jamon Hansu, who, you know, I loved from back in, you know, what I call my autobiography, Gladiator, Blood Diamond. I mean, great actor, Guardians of the Galaxy, Michael K. Williams from The Wires involved and, and has a, a, a major character. And without giving too much of the storyline away, because, you know, I don't want to ruin the storyline. Basically, this year's whole adaptation of, of my career is you start off as this young kid, former football player standout, whose father was like a basketball legend. You kind of tried doing your own thing with football. You were very successful at it, but now you want to jump into the hoops thing. And the old man, you have flashbacks, flashbacks with the old man. He's trying to teach you kind of that what basketball is, it's bigger than just ball and hoop and, and rim and net. It's, it's bigger than that. It's life. And on the way of getting these flashbacks and, and, and furthering your career, you get to play in high school games, then you jump to college and what I, you know, I mean, the dad's not there anymore. His nickname is the King. You're junior. That's your nickname, junior. There's a guy named Archie that comes into your life. He was good friends with your dad, but Archie screwed up. He had some screw ups. He, uh, he guided kids in, in ways that got them in trouble, whether it was illegal money or whatever. Now he wants to get a second chance and ride on your coattails. And you have to make you know decisions based on, do you want this guy in your life because of this link to your father? Or do you want to go on your own and eventually choose your own agency and, and all that kind of stuff? So there's like real life stuff that just kind of just, it pulls you in. It's, I mean, is some of it kind of just gimmicky and an, and an old storyline. Yes. But at the same time, it's just NBA 2K21. Just, it just, they, NBA 2K is a franchise. They just know how to do it and it works. So I won't tell you what happens and stuff like that, but obviously you, it, it's a, it's a good storyline. It develops your character. It makes you kind of have a feeling towards the guy that you created and the guy that's going to go and play on playground and, and be your guy in my career and stuff like that. You kind of, you know, you feel for your guy and you, you kind of get, you know, a, a relationship with this video guy. So that that's, they always do a really good job with that. That's the most impressive thing to me was the, the actors, they got the storyline that they lined up my career. You know, NBA 2K, it's another game mode in my career. You go in, you could run the league, you could run an individual team, you know, whatever you want to do. Obviously, I already wrote about it. I instantly took over the Bulls. And, you know, it's, it's a different ownership group. It's not the Reinsdorf anymore. And you kind of pick what owner it is and what kind of general manager you'll be. Are you aggressive? Are you a leader? Are you looking for just finances? And you choose what kind of GM you want to be. And then you start doing what you want to do. And in this case, I cleaned the swamp. Uh, first thing I did is I got Jimbo boiling in the limo, summoned him and said, uh, you had your four choices. How do you want to fire him? Do you not want to fire him? Do you want to fire him bluntly? Do you want to, you know, and you, and you, you give you, you give your choice again, just a, a it's a storyline that yes, you're running the team and you're, you making decisions. Like, do I talk to Zach Levine and try and cultivate that, relationship or do I just that day on the calendar just play the game that they're playing that day so you don't have to play any games if you don't want which is great if you're not in the mood to play a game and you just want to do some you know some general manager stuff and talk to your players or look to make trades you can do all that and so yeah so Jimbo's ass got fired quick that's the first thing I did 
and then you have to hire a new coach, obviously, and stuff. And I, I think people have seen that over and over. They really haven't added anything new. The thing I like about that 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 Madden lacks is it just pulls you in again. I mean, it actually puts you face-to-face with the person you're firing. It gives you different scenarios of how you want to fire them. It just kind of just brings you into the game a bit more. So that was good. The bad is, is it's, I don't think it's nitpicky. I mean, a lot of people have not liked the new shooting dynamic they put in. Instead of just kind of it being a feel thing, it's almost like uh, an aim thing now. You have to, it's a bar that kind of goes down and it goes back up and you have to hit right in the middle of these other two little bars. Um, you don't have to shoot that way, but I mean, if you want to use the stick, you can still use a stick, but it, it, they tried getting, I think they, they moved a little bit away of what made the stick work on that game. Impressive is just, it was a feel thing and each guy had a different feel and you learned, Hey, if I'm playing with Zach or I'm playing with Jimmy Butler, this is what the shot feels like. And if you play with them enough, you kind of get that timing down where this is a little wanky. And so a lot of people have complained about that. Um, graphically, they didn't really do much different. Again, if anything, it almost looks like they took a step back and I don't want to harp on these companies. I understand with COVID, um, a lot of people are probably at home. Maybe communication wasn't as easy and stuff. So I'm going to ease up on, on that stuff like I did with Madden and, and give people the pass. And also, again, like Madden, they're probably prepping for the new consoles coming out, the PlayStation 5, the new Xbox. And so they graphically may have something else planned for those systems for the upgrade. And so they only put so much time into the graphics with, with you know, how they look for, for, for this version for the PS4 and for the current Xbox. So I don't want to harp on it, but it looked pretty much the same, if not a step back. As far as just the individual gameplay, Look, I'm still a pick and roll guy. I like picking ball side and 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 you know running pick and roll. And I'm gonna get that badge pick and roll maestro. And you know my game really hasn't changed. And all that stuff is there still. I like the way you can build your character and focus on yet. Yeah, am I a passer? Am I a shooter? Am I a defender? So I mean all that stuff. You know it checks all the boxes of a video game that's basketball. You know to me that's a that's a tough sport to to kind of duplicate video game wise and you know they've done another great job but yeah i mean the main thing to me is the character development the guys they got doing it and the way they just kind of pull you into the storyline and that's why i gave it a b plus um they've sent out the right when it came out they had to send out a patch update and fix some things um the shooting was way off um they, they messed up the shooting they fixed it pretty quickly i think um and so that was good to see and then everything else is kind of the same, the playground, all that kind of stuff. You're still going out if you want to play multiplayer and, and play dudes, whether it's on the beach or in some urban area or however you want to do it, all that stuff's there. So NBA 2K just offers a lot of different stuff. Um, it, it's nothing crazy, nothing new, but the same, the same time, they just, they just know how to hit home runs. And um, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for the PS5 version. I think it could go to an A minus, but for right now, I gave it a solid B plus, and I was really happy with it. Much better, much more. I was much more happy with NBA 2K than I was with, with Madden, and so that's a, a pretty safe assessment to say. So, you know, that was it. They 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 continue to deliver. All right, so I got some questions. Okay, what was your character wearing when you fired Jimbo? 
So I was wearing kind of like a, it wasn't, I didn't like the way the suit fit. It was kind of like it's a little um, loose, a little Steve Harvey-esque. Yeah, it looked like, like I like lost weight before I put the suit on. <laughs> but Jimbo, I'll say this, Jimbo looked like a boss. I, t- I took a screenshot and put it on Twitter. He had black, it was a black suit with the black shirt underneath, which I don't, I know that looks old and played out. I still like it. Cause it just looks like something right out of a mob movie. And he had a Navy blue tie and just his face. He's like all aggressive in the back of the limo. I'm like, we may have to punch it out in this game. This may turn into some Mike Tyson game and knockout or something. So, and it's good. And you know, he gets, he gets kind of fiery and answers back and you know, I don't like the way you're disrespecting me and I'm going to go somewhere else and prove it and stuff. And we know in real life, he ain't going anywhere else to prove anything, but still. So, you know, it was, it's just, it's just, it's just, I like being the GM of a team that I kind of know really well, because it's just kind of fun to say, all right, does this guy look like this guy? Does this guy play like this guy? Like the Lowry Markinen, I I mean, I don't, it's like they almost got Lowry Markinen's face, his real face and put it on the game. I mean, it is to a T. Zach's a little off, Dunn's a little off. But Lowry Markinen's like scary. It's like you're actually talking to Lowry Markinen. It's it's pretty good. And then playing with those guys is all, I always like playing with those guys just to see who kind of is sneaky good and who um, just works with my timing and my stick work. And Zach's still just a beast offensively. He's just he's so easy to play um, inside outside. You can pick and roll with him. I like guys that can handle and that can also attack the hoop just because it's it's easier for me just to run pick and roll pick and roll. Um, that's why I was like playing with Jimmy Butler back in the day when, when, when he was with the bulls and, um, there's some guys I still want to try it. I messed around a little bit with Zion. Uh, I've messed with Jimmy. Jimmy used to be real easy to play with, but they, they met, I think they kind of took something away from his outside shot and stuff like that. So, um, to me, that's fun is just figuring out the timing of these guys and seeing how it feels. Is it realistic? Yeah. This dude, I mean, hero shooting with hero from outside is ridiculous. I only dab a little bit in that, but but Brock can shoot it. And so um, just stuff like that. And then, then you, on the other side of it, I play with Kobe white and I was like, they gave they didn't give Kobe any love. He was hard to play with. Really? Uh, yeah. They got the, they got the speed, right. But the, and they also got the idea that he can't shake, you know, he's fast, like North South fast. And this is just real life. My observation scouts observation, but he doesn't have any wiggle. And for a point guard, you want to have some wiggle. And they capture that in the game. He doesn't have like a lot of like behind the back wiggle where it just feels pure. And you can kind of, you know, guys that play a lot of basketball and play this game, you kind of, you feel it a little bit. You know what I mean? As weird as that sounds, you're, uh-huh. I mean, you kind of get that, that feel of a crossover and stuff. Um, and for him, it's just, it's, it's pretty accurate because he dude plays kind of cardboardy. So, um, and he was tough to play with. I thought he would shoot a little better from outside in the game, but he doesn't. And again, they don't treat rooks really well on this game, so you always have to give them a pardon. Is it weird for you covering these guys and then playing with them? Um, I think it'd be probably more. I think it'd be a little more bizarre if you actually were one of those guys and you're on the team and you're playing with them. I think that would be kind of <laughs> surreal. Um, I remember, I, and I think I told this story. I remember Bobby Portis. He was so excited when NBA 2K came out his rookie year. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, played all night. First thing I did, bench Joe Noah, put Bobby, but you know, remember how he used to talk the third person, put Bobby Portis right in that starting lineup. So, I mean, it was, and you know, like you loved the kid because he was just so excited. It was like a kid on Christmas. I was like, yeah, BP, you went and got it done, didn't you? 
I go, how'd you, how's your guys play? Oh man, they didn't treat me right. <laughs> That's the thing you hear from most. The one guy who says that they actually do treat him really well on the game is Zach. He doesn't play a ton of NBA 2K, but the NBA 2K he plays. I haven't talked to him obviously with this year's version, but he's always been pretty happy with the way they've kind of um, taken care of him, his offensive numbers. He's just a real smooth player to play with. I, you know, I'm sure a lot of guys that play NBA 2K a lot and play with the Bulls would agree with me. Zach's just a real smooth, easy guy to play with. He just has a real nice offensive game to it. So, is this your favorite sports franchise now that that, that college football's gone? Yeah, with college football gone, but hey, there's rumors. There's rumors about college football. The uh, Ed O'Bannon rule may be uh, no longer, and, and that would be that would be huge. You heard all the stories from <laughs> golf and all those guys. The 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 fun we used to have. Yeah, I'd say. It used to be Madden, but I'd say the last couple of years, NBA 2K, without NCAA, obviously, uh, NBA 2K the last two years has probably surpassed Madden. But I play more Madden online than I play NBA 2K online. I'm just not as good as, as I am in Madden. So, Is there anything that you as an NBA reporter kind of go, wait a minute, is that really how it is with, with the game? Is there something that that strikes you as being like, ah, that's a little too unrealistic and, and dramatized. Yeah. I mean, they, um, I mean, just, you don't even have to be an NBA reporter. I mean, the storyline of junior and the King, you know, the way he goes through college and, and I mean, there's some things you're like, okay, I get it for the basic person who doesn't know the details of how this stuff works. You know, they, they gloss over a lot of stuff and that's fine. But you know, as far as like, the thing I like about NBA 2K, if you take over the GM mode, I mean, it's you have the, the way the cap works and the trades you have to make and um, matching money. And, and they're really good at that aspect of it. I'd say their trade machine and the way they do things is probably a lot more accurate than Madden and, and the NFL uh, version of, of how they do it. So um, I've always liked that, but they've always been good at that. Um, so, yeah, no, they, they do a pretty solid job. Um, you know, there's little things you can nitpick at. It'd be nice if there were real coaches you could choose from, like real free agent coaches that might be floating out there, whether it's Mark Jackson or, or guys like that. Um, um, they have made up coaches, which, you know, it, it's okay. I guess you can, you know, work around that. But, um, you know, just little stuff like that. But as far as like the, the individual play, playing ability, there hasn't been anything that jumped off where a player where I was like, this is so unrealistic, this guy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I is nowhere this good or nowhere this bad. They're always a little off one way or the other, but nothing dramatic. Outside of the, the coaching aspect, if the designers came to you and said, what should we add? What would you want them to add? You'd add Joe Colley as one of the NBA reporters that does the tweets and stuff. <laughs> and they got some dudes in there. I mean, I, some of them I get, but some of them I'm like, really? And it's changed this year. I haven't seen all the guys yet that they use. They use actual real guys to 
pretend like they're sending out tweets about what's going around the league and stuff like that. And I told Marcus Spears a couple of years ago, I'm like, Hey, get me in this thing. And the problem is they don't do local guys. They do a lot more than national guys and stuff. So um, my fear is Vince Goodwill gets in the game before me. Oh, that would break your heart. He's going to break my heart because Vince would never let me. He wouldn't let me forget that. So that that's my fear is that that the Yahoo guys are going to get in there before me. Have you guys played one on one yet? In real life? Yeah. No, we played three on three. Um, back when uh, Cleveland and, and Chicago were in the playoffs, uh, you know, Cle- when we went to Cleveland, I had the boys all over for um, pasta dinner at mom and dad's. And then my buddy was uh, used to be the head coach at Baldwin Wallace, small division three college, uh, OAC with Mount Union, schools like that in it. And so we had access to the gym. So I got um, – it was Vinny Love. It was – did Fredell – no, Fredell didn't come. Um, he came to dinner. Casey Johnson. And who else? Oh, Teddy Greenstein. Well, I know KC's got game. Casey can play. Yeah, yeah he's got like that. legit game. Oh, no, yeah. Casey's legit, legit good player. And unfortunately, he got matched up with like a 24-year-old grad assistant who was 6'5 and just a load. And, and it, I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, KC, you saw how competitive he is. The, you know, KC looks like mild-mannered reporter. Don't let that fool you. I mean, he was, you know, this, this dude was good, and he, it was frustrating KC, and it wasn't like KC was saying, well, I'm 50. So I just got to stay in my lane. I mean, he was going at this dude at the time. So yeah, it was it was some good games. So, um, so Vince. Now here's Vince. Vince's version of the story is going to be way different. So Vince wasn't making crap from outside, and big boy. He had big boy on his team. It was me, KC, and uh, this dude named John Carroll, who used to play at Baldwin Wallace, against big boy grad assistant Vince and and Greenstein, and you know, Greenstein, you know, he's, he's okay. You know, he's, he's but, more uh, of a, he's more of a golfer than a basketball player, more of a golfer than a basketball player. I mean, he can play basketball. Don't get me wrong, but you know, so Vince was like missing everything. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to help KC. So we were doubling down, you know, I would leave Vince and then Vince started hitting wide open shots. And I'm like, Vinny. And you know, then Vinny tries like talking and stuff. But the fact was when it was the Cleveland boys, it was me, big boy and and the other guy that played there against the three reporters we had to change teams Vinny wanted nothing to do with me so um you know he'll tell a story that yeah I got hot late no you got open late because we had no respect for your shot Vinny love that's why you got hot late those are wide open shots you got to make those so we'll have two different versions of that story next time I'm sure you talk to him he'll tell his version yeah I gotta get I gotta get Vinny on on the podcast I got to get him on the podcast because I know that he would love to just talk about that aspect of his life uh, yeah, f- yeah. F- for sure. When's the X, uh, 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 the PlayStation 5 coming out? PlayStation 5 and Xbox are both holiday, so they're, they're taking pre-orders now. Um, they're saying, you know, late November. Um, they they want to get them out, obviously, for the holidays. And look, I mean, it's, it's, you know, just like, I think just like the PlayStation four and the new X and this current Xbox were kind of game changers in video gaming. Um, you know, this is supposed to take it a step higher. So I think people are anxious to see what else you can do with this platform. And 
Um, the nice thing is both both platforms are allowing you to play um, older games, the PlayStation 4 games and the older Xbox games, which they didn't allow you to do when they jumped from 3 to 4 and, and, the, and the new Xbox. So um, that'd be nice if you have a collection of games for your PS4. You don't have to you know go sell them or, or throw them away. You can actually they're still playable in the new system. So um, that'd be nice. But, you know, again, it's, it's going to be what, you know, I mean, I play video games now and I think about back in the day when we were playing Tecmo bowl and all those games and how far it's come. I mean, where else can they take this thing? So you're anxious to see exactly um, what the next step in this is. And I, and, and I'll tell you what, Lawrence, this is a, I had this conversation with another dad the other day. Um, and I think anyone who has kids that are in that 12 to 13 and older, this is the new, let's go to the mall and hang out. I mean, this is, hmm. you know, it, it took me, it took me a couple months of getting frustrated with my now 19 year old of saying, you know, what, get out of the house. What are you guys doing? We're all hanging out. Well, no, you're not. You're, you're down here alone. Yeah, but I'm we're all on speaker. They could all hear you. You sound like an ass right now. They could all hear you. I'm like, I don't care. They can hear me in my house. And that's, there's 10, 11 of them all chatting. They're, they're not even playing the same games and they're just hanging out like till late at night. And, you know, um, and I had a discussion with this the other night with the father who's got a son who's playing division two football. And, you know, one of his buddies is playing um, division one basketball on the West coast. And he's like, he stays up all hours of the night. Cause this kid's on the West coast and he goes, you know, when did all this start? I'm like, I don't think we can stop it. I think that toothpaste is kind of out of the tube and it's just socially how kids are hanging out right now. And I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing to be honest with you. Um, but I don't want to sound like that guy who's yelling at clouds and telling people get off his lawn either. You know what I mean? I just, it's just weird how this, this age group of, you know, I've got a 12-year-old a now, and he kind of does it, not as much as the older one, but the older kids, especially college kids, they hang out with all their college buddies who are all over the place <clears throat> on these platforms. As long as they got a good pair of headphones, they feel like they're hanging with their buddies. And it's just, you know, it just, it, it's baffling to me. You know, in the summer, they all live close to each other. They're all home from school. You know, every, you know, once a week, they'll all go hang out at someone's house. But like, four or five nights out of the week they consider it hanging out to be on the speakers on the, on these gaming systems, even though they're not playing the same games, which, you know, I'm still trying to just figure out if, if that's socially good for this generation or not. I mean, right now there, obviously there aren't a lot of choices in, in that right. regard. Yeah, I think, yeah. So, I mean, COVID definitely played the hand of that even being a bigger thing, but this was even happening before COVID. This is to me, this is like the last year, year and a half, where I've noticed a lot more kids consider hanging out, just being on the video game. And, um, and, you know, and, and I, actually, you know, and Will Purdue and I had a discussion with this too, one time, he's got a son, an older son that was starting to do that. And he's like, well, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, I'll yell at him and tell him, you know, go, why don't you go hang out or go do this and this. And then he, he tells me this is them hanging out. So, I mean, how are you supposed to argue with that? So, right. I think at least, a, at least, there's some like connection that they're having. They're connecting, they're doing something social, but I think you just lose something. It's that whole generation of us, of them walking and not paying attention to what's around them because they're looking on their phone and stuff. And then again, are you just that 50 year old dude who's just 
yelling at get off my lawn yeah, exactly that's what i feel like and you know and then he's like well you play video games i'm like yeah well you play with guys from around the world there's a guy you play with from germany there's a guy you play with. i'm like yeah but we're shooting stuff that's different he's like no it's not different you listen how you sound and i'm like all right what am i gonna say he's right so um i don't know i i just i'm 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 excited about this new gaming console and like sports games and where they're going. But at the same time, is this stuff going to be so good and so realistic that it just sucks you in and you can't get out, uh, you know? So, well, it looks like they, they, whether it's Madden or 2k, they are still putting some hurdles like for, as they continue to try to make it as realistic as possible. Like what you were saying about the shooting aspect of this game as they try to make it more realistic, they're right. making it more difficult and maybe less fun to play. Maybe, maybe. Like, I mean, Madden's getting killed. I mean, since I did the podcast with you, it hasn't gotten better for Madden. It's only gotten worse. I've seen more and more reviews come out, and people are, I think, looking back on it, I was probably kind compared to some what some people are saying. I mean, there's people that want EA or the NFL to pull their, their uh, contract from EA and let someone else do the game. So, um, you know, I don't think that's going to happen, but I definitely think that Madden took a, a severe beating NBA 2k is kind of from the reviews I've seen the early reviews, it's kind of mixed, you know, I feel good about the B plus I gave it. Um, and again, a lot of it has to do just with, you know, I mean, the acting and just the, the storyline, it just, it just pulls you in. And I, I like when a video game could pull you in and, and, and help you get lost from reality for a couple hours, because we all know what's going on in reality. Sometimes you need a, a break from it so um you know I'm, I'm but i'm again i'm anxious to see what this what they do with madden and 2k on these new consoles and and kind of where this whole thing is going i mean it's it's a billion dollar industry that people still want to ignore and you know I, I keep telling people you know we got to put this kind of stuff in the sports page because I, mean, I agree with you this is a big industry this is a, a billion dollar industry that is taking uh, um, a lot of time from our generation of, like I said, 12 years old to 30 year olds. And, and it has to be, we have to talk about it good and bad and where it's going. And do we like where it's going from a social standpoint? I agree with you. And, and I think that, that you're right about that. I mean, I can look at the evidence of how many downloads your episode of the podcast on Madden got, like people are interested. Like it's, it's, it's a thing. It's why I wanted to reach out to you and have you do these because I know that there's interest that goes beyond my inability to play. But I think right. I think when the five comes out, I think I'm gonna jump back in, man. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna invest and jump back in and start playing a little bit. It's I mean, look, we we all have busy lives and stuff, but sometimes, like I said, you kind of want to check out. And you know, t- you know, today we actually got to send our two youngest to school for you know together for the first time it's only twice a week and and um it it felt good just to have no one in the house and just to play video games for like an hour and a half just kind of chill you know did some laundry did you know my phone calls for work and stuff like that but um it's a great escape i, I mean yeah you come back you come back i'm serious it, it, it's um you know, I, I haven't seen golf on in a while. Have you talked to him about it? No, not yet. I, I want to do like a, a all encompassing like episode with Jay where we could I could just let him go on video games overall. But yeah. I haven't I haven't had the conversation. We talked actually we, we had a phone call like yesterday 
but I didn't bring it up and I should have brought it up because I do I know that he is he keeps it real like chill like he's been out here telling people yeah I'm on Twitch you know I'm doing all this stuff on Twitch and yeah. I feel like I, I I think there's he's building something I don't know what that he hasn't told me anything but I feel like he's like building and getting ready for something over there I, like doing with I video know exactly games. what you're saying yeah we had a text exchange last month and yeah he's the Death Star is being rebuilt, I think. Yeah. I think something's going on there. Yeah. I don't know what Vader's up to, but he's up to something. <laughs> well, Joe, as always, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for doing this. Hey, anytime, anytime. And, you know, when the consoles come out, you invest. Let's goof around on some of these games, see what's going on. I got to tell you that hearing Cali talk about Madden and now 2K and hearing Niveau talk about i won't even give away the games that he's talking about until we're ready to drop the episode does have me a little bit excited like as i said on the previous episode with cali i'm an 8-bit dude like i'm i like my old nes and i have my super nes and i have a playstation 3 and there's some games that i play i usually play the the ones that act a little bit more old school like the mortal Kombat's of the world or whatever but i'm trying to evolve as I learn more in this space of podcasting, I want to make sure that I can evolve on on other media platforms. But I thank Joe for being so fun and honest about 2K and breaking it all down. And the added bonus, this is what I was talking about before, the added bonus of breaking down the games, the actual games of other media members. Joe plays basketball really competitively. Like, so competitively that we got together. Um, Michael Reinsdorf had a bunch of us out, and we played ball over at the Advocate Center last year. It's where Tony Gill hurt, hurt his knee after I told Tony, like, Tony, don't – you're a grown man now. Like, don't go 100%. Go, like, 75% because you don't want to get hurt, and we're out here with Bill Winnington. Like, let's let's not – and Tony was all conference. He was, uh, he's a legend at his high school, like all this stuff. And that stuff came back and he was acting like he was in high school and he hurt his knee. And at the time when he was working at the score, he didn't have any insurance. So he's walking around with a twisted knee and didn't have any way to go get it checked out. And like, I gave him some money and I'm like, please go to the doctor. Cause I'm pretty sure you tore your MCL or something out here with Sean Respert, trying to guard Sean Respert. What are you doing? Anyway, I know that KC can ball because KC, KC is like, I played ball with KC at training camp that like one year where he covered the Bears. And I was like, oh. And then I learned, I learned his history with basketball. And if you don't know, maybe I'll – I did an interview on this that I think the score will probably let me have. I did an interview with KC about Ben Wilson because KC played against Ben Wilson. So, KC's got some legit basketball bona fides, but I know Vincent is going to be pissed, which is good because maybe I can get him on the podcast and we can talk about it. We are brought to you – by Team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID is where you can check out what he can do for you. Call him if you're 
planning on refinancing your home or you're buying a home for the first time, David Hochberg is the guy that you want on your side. He has helped me in a bunch of different ventures that I've been on. And if you're just looking for someone that can help you figure out like some of the language that goes into financial literacy, like he's very helpful in that regard. 56david.com, 855-56-DAVID. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. And Zoom Zoom Nation. I always like throw my hands in the air and wave them like I just don't care when I do Zoom Zoom Nation. It's almost like a Yosemite Sam six-shooter thing that I'm doing. Since you can't see me, I want to try to make it as visual as possible. But I appreciate Mazda of Orland Park and their support of this podcast. I also think that what, what Callie said at the end, I don't know what Jason's working on, but he's working on something. I agree with him. I don't know if he's rebuilding the Death Star or what, but he's doing something over there. I hope he includes me, whatever it is that he's doing. But that guy, he's always thinking, so I feel like there's something that's happening. And I'd like to know what it is because I'm nosy. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. This was a lot of fun. We will have another one of these with James Naveau. Naveau hit me up and was like, yo, I got a couple games. I heard the Cali episode. I can do some of this stuff for you. And I was like, good. I got a checkbook. So we will have an episode with him breaking down some games too as House of L continues to expand. September has been our best month. Thank you so much for your support. Tell a friend about the podcast. Give it five stars. Write a review. It helps with placement. Trust me. And we have a good amount of reviews, but we can always use more. Tell someone about this podcast and tell them to subscribe because we do dope stuff like this. Talk to you next time. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.